Uh, I think it was yesterday we were talking, and I don't remember who said it, but we were talking about how um, you know kids need to do Valentine's Day in school because you know getting a Valentine Day or not getting a Valentine uh, little surprise is, is it's good for them to learn how to accept love or rejection. I don't remember who said that. Um, <laughs> oh, very cute. But that <laughs> listen, that person was totally wrong. We do not need to have these Valentine's uh, little cards and gifts given out at school. Okay. So, let's <laughs> back up a little bit. Since you're talking about seemingly yourself and the third person I, at this some, point. I don't know who said it was a good seemingly idea to do this, right, but right. It, I, don't, I don't think let's it was me. Let's cut this nonsense. It was Drex who said that his kid's school had said, oh, we're not exchanging Valentine's. They're in fifth grade. Yeah. And Kara and I were both like, well, it should be, I mean, this is a little old to even be doing that kind of thing. You couldn't wait for your daughter to not get a Valentine from her crush so that she could feel the rejection and she would start to get experience being rejected. And you as a parent would be able to step in and and guide her through that sort of difficult life experience. My daughter got a Valentine from her crush yesterday. That's oh. what you wanted to happen. No, well, I thought That's I what did. You said and then, you wanted to happen. And you wanted I, her to get a Valentine from her crush and come home all happy and giddy. And <laughs> okay, listen, the tail is between the legs. Okay, I'm coming to you guys with my tail between my legs and asking for a little bit of help because it said, Avery, I hope you have a great Valentine's Day. Love waffles. This little punk signed it with his nickname or like maybe this little nickname that the two of them have between each other waffles yeah so (laughs) my (laughs) what a strong nickname that is my thought is i could plead it down to manslaughter i'll be out in 10 or 12 oh my gosh so that's where i am currently basically the opposite of what you thought would happen and what you thought would happen was pretty horrible (laughs) right right? (laughs) but worst case scenario is that she does get a valentine Mm -hmm. and that this takes her and waffles relationship to the next level and I'm excited for it. I'm here for it because in 10 years, I want to be talking about Avery and Waffles' wedding. I can't wait to say no. Waffles a lot of times. <laughs> right? Don't get used to it. I don't think I he's going to be around for a while. So what are you going to do, Dad? Well, it's pinned up on her little, she's got a little bulletin board with like her horse ribbons and softball trophies Not- and that got pinned up there. So I mean, at some point while she's gone from school today, I'm going to have to take it and shred it um, and, <laughs> oh, light, and light it on fire. Not. Yeah. No, you're not. I remember, I'm not sure if I was that young, but kind of in that era, yeah. I might have been. I fell in love with Alice Anders, mm-hmm. and I got her hat, or she had worn a hat that I somehow Aww. ended up in the car, and I used to cuddle up with that hat. Aww. So that's happening. She's going to snuggle with a card. Yeah. That's Probably get a paper not happening. There's only one way to deal with your crazy crisis. I'm going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is just pull us out. It's time to hit Tad, Drex, and Kara's panic button on B98.5. You know, there are some problems that, you know, you could talk to your girlfriends about it, but you're just kind of like, man, I wish there was some better. Like, I, I really need advice on this. I'm really in a pickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always call us and ask to hit the panic button at 404 741 0985. Hey, Shannon. 
Hey, guys. I have to hit the panic button again. Yeah, you had previously called because your daughter was told that she couldn't go to a sleepover and she decided to go anyway. Yeah, it was about a year ago. She was a freshman. Her basketball team had a sleepover, just Airbnb, no parents were going to be there. So we told her she couldn't go. She went anyway. Mm -hmm. We couldn't get in touch with her. Like blatantly disobeyed us. And we dropped the hammer on her then. As soon as you said drop the hammer, it all came flooding back. How many times did we say drop the hammer that day? Well, so, uh, Shannon, are you calling about the same young lady, your daughter that you called in, what, a year ago? Or is this someone different or a different situation? Same kid, one year later, and I'm in the exact same boat. I don't know what to do. Um, What happened this time? My husband was out of town. I had something to do one night. So she was at home by herself. So I get home and I notice my husband's car is gone. And I thought it was stolen. I I was like, where is the car? She had taken the car. She does not have her license. She only has her learner's permit. She driven the car by herself to a store to get something to eat. Had you told her not to borrow the car, that she couldn't take the car? Yeah, did she ask even or did she just Uh, hop in and go on a little spree oh absolutely we had talked about this and she'd been like well it's just right down the street can i just drive by myself and i said no you don't have your license you are you cannot legally drive by yourself she said well it's only illegal if you get caught there are just some kids that are afraid to get in trouble and the others that are like i don't really care she obviously doesn't care because she took the car she drove by herself without her license and how did you find out about this you weren't there i come in the house i'm like where's the car and she said oh i drove it <sighs> to Publix, and it wouldn't start so, oh, so when she guess, got to Publix to get some food, parked the car, came back out, it doesn't start. What <laughs> oh my dumb gosh. luck is that? Oh, I know. Her, How did the she get thing? home? She walked. It's only like a half mile. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. So she <laughs> easily right. walked to the store. Well, or she could have gotten away with it, right? right? Had she have driven there, got what she wanted, driven back, you wouldn't have been I never would have known. And how many times do you think she took the car and you didn't know about it? It's like she's not learning her lesson. I mean, first spending nights in Airbnbs when we're told we're not supposed to. Then we're taking cars when we're not supposed to. And you said after she disobeyed you the first time, you dropped the hammer. What was the punishment that time? Oh, God. We took away her phone. She wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Mm. We thought we had sufficiently punished her. But here we go again. And how long did she kind of behave after you guys dropped the hammer the first time? She did behave and, and she gets good grades. And here we are a year later and she does something really big, like illegal. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. Like, I only have two more years with her until she's out of the house. And what's she going to do then? You know, yeah, we're, well, we're then, really concerned. And also, not only do you have two years left with her, but you probably want those years to be good and right. not spent on mm-hmm. always coming down on her, always telling mm-hmm. her she's bad or taking her stuff away. Because as a parent, you don't want to do that. You don't want to right, uh, be but I think the mean what Shannon parent. is saying is that her daughter has gone so far astray and she only has two years to fix her. Because next time, it's not going to be you, Shannon, busting her. It's going to be the cops. And she's going to be over 18. Right. She could have been arrested that night. She could have killed somebody. Yeah. Yes. She's an inexperienced driver. 
I know it's just down the street, and you think, oh, what are the chances? Well, what were the chances that the the battery on the car was going to die? Well, and they say the worst accidents happen within a mile of your home. So right. if she was yeah. only a half a mile away, anything could have happened. You should have seen her parking job, guys. She was, like, <laughs> sideways. She was sideways in the spot. It was It was ridiculous. All right, Shannon, keep listening. Obviously, you're looking for advice as to what to do now. Right. 404-741-0985. Heather in Stockbridge. First hug to Shannon. Teenage daughters are no fun. Um, <laughs> I have a 16-year-old daughter that has pulled, made me want to, like, rip my hair out. But I would just have a conversation. I find our kids, this generation, they don't want to listen. They don't listen when we start to yell. The punishments don't work. So allow the natural consequence of maybe saying, like, we're going to go back to DDS and you're going to turn in your permit because you broke the law. And so you'll have to start from scratch. So you're saying this isn't a loud argument coming down on her. This is a simple, hey, we're going to go to DDS together. Straight up tough love. Hand over the driver's license. Do you think telling this kid that she's not allowed to drive or that she's not going to actually get her license that she doesn't even have a permit anymore? I think that's going to stop her. From taking, she's oh, done it no. now twice. <laughs> Been flat out told, "Do not do this. It is illegal." And then she does it. And by the way, does it to go a half mile down the street? That's it, just stupid. Like, it's stupid. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Well, that goes. To, so then, to your point, Tad, that the question I have is: Are are, are some kids just defiant? Do some kids they just are. not care and I they're going to do? All whatever kids they are want? defiant. There, she's. Pushing her boundaries. She's trying to see, like, how far can I go? Obviously, any kind of punishment isn't ever working for her. So she's just going to keep pushing that line until something clicks. And maybe it's the police that get involved to make that click for that young lady. Military school. I'm telling you. (laughs) No, no, no. I have a 16-year-old, and I had this conversation. She did something, and I said, you're one of those people that just have to touch the stove and realize it's hot and get burnt. <laughs> I take that for you. I don't understand why you guys are against military school because what she's saying there is um, she's not going to, she touches the stove and she, it, it, it burns her. That's the only way she's going to learn. So call the cops. Call the cops and tell them, listen, I told my daughter not to take the car. She only has her learner's permit. Mm-hmm. Maybe spend the night in jail. Mm-hmm. Well, that's different than military school, Tad. Which one is it? Because military school... You have two options now. Military school is tough because it's like, well, hold on. That's still my kid. I love her. I still want to be around her. I only right. got two years left with her before she goes off to college. You don't want to so, ship her off yeah. and have somebody else kind of shaping what her adult thinking is going to mm-hmm. be in the future. Okay. Sure. You don't want to send your kid off to military school. Nobody wants you to send their kid right. off to military school. But above and beyond, now she's broken the rules twice, Yeah, been completely defiant, been told, do not do this, and then done it anyway. And you have two years. You have two years, and then they're going to be out of the house. And I don't know anybody that's come out of military school being disrespectful like that. And so it obviously isn't working for Shannon and her family. Mm. What what they're doing, dropping the quote-unquote hammer, is not working. So this is their last chance. Send her off. Like, it's... She obviously didn't care about the punishment. The consequences. Right. The yeah. consequences mean nothing to her. Yeah. Well, don't you think military school would? That's a consequence worth waking well, up for. Maybe and, the consequences don't mean anything to her because they don't hold her to those consequences true. long enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe they let her off the hook 
too easy or maybe the consequences aren't tough enough in the first place that she's like, oh, well, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want to do. When your teenager no longer respects you and keeps showing you that over and over again, Mm -hmm. there's only one answer, and that is military school. Oh, gosh, no. And you guys are against that, but (sighs) Jeremy and Temple just called. He said, there's a beautiful military school at Fort Fort Stewart. It's only a six-month program, and his son is respectful, has a good job. You don't know what goes on down there. It's like a full metal jacket situation or <laughs> I don't know. 404-741-0985. Shannon called back to hit the panic button for yeah. the second time because her daughter misbehaved the first time, didn't listen to her parents. They thought they had quote unquote dropped yeah. the hammer and it just didn't work. Cause this, now Yeah, this time Shannon called and said, Oh, my daughter who has her driver's permit. It was like, uh, yeah, I stole your car. I took it to get some food, and it, uh, the battery died in the parking lot. It's over there at the Publix. Go get it. The dumbest what? luck. And the fact that it was a half mile away from their house, she didn't mm. even need to do it. That's terrifying to me. Jessica and Woodstock, your suggestion? Lock the car, put the key next to your bed, and sleep good at night. But why should the parents have to? I was thinking about they could put the club, remember old school, put the club on the car and everything. The big issue is she needs to learn in the next two years to respect authority. (laughs) Yeah, and then with the the club and the key, too, then then as a kid you're thinking, well, gosh, my parents don't even trust me. They they hate me. They hide the key from me and all that stuff, so I'm bad. That's fine. It's just a bigger challenge to get to the end of what (laughs) they want. I mean, seriously, they'll just figure out, go go on YouTube and figure out how to get around the club or do whatever. Hotwire the car. Exactly. How can these parents punish the daughter enough to drive the 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 point home jen in athens good morning so maybe not military school but take her to the police at very least contact the police the officers are generally willing to come out and talk to your kids and let them know what's going to happen if they keep up doing (laughs) what they're doing i have spoken to police officers in smaller cities their number one complaint is, is that parents are not parenting. They're not doing their job. And we get called, pulled away from real crime to go talk to kids. Scare kids straight. So there's an obvious solution for that. You hire one of the other cops to come and scare your kid. Then you are say, you kidding? Then, you scare the, then you send the kid away and he does a little routine. Oh, oh my god! everybody gosh. wins. Oh, everybody my wins. Ridiculous. <laughs> Lisa in College Park. Yes. You say, find a friend that's a cop. Scare her straight. That's really all she needs. She needs a night with a cop, maybe in a facility, that says, you know what? You did something illegal. This is your punishment. Whoa. You might not have to even do a six-month military school. You could do, there must be some other interventions. The parents are obviously not getting it done. Yeah, but if you're a kid, uh, and you're a kid and who's a defiant kid, are are you saying to yourself, Oh, gosh, my parents sent me to jail. They must not love me. When I get out, oh, they're going to learn. It's audible eye roll from these kids. Like, they don't care. I hear you guys saying that you think it's too late. Mm -hmm. They should have laid the groundwork for respecting your parents' authority when this kid was five. And since they didn't then, and I worry about this with my own children. Like, you're a pushover because they're cute. And Mm -hmm. then by the time they're in high school, 
it's too late. The behavior's been learned. So unfortunately, it's probably some of her friends, too. It's a, like a guilty by association. If she's running with a crowd that is also defiant of their parents, then that's what she's seeing mm-hmm. her friend group do, and that's what she, the, the behavior she's going to model as well. Maybe that's the punishment in this case. Guess what? We're pulling you out of school. There's nothing worse than being locked down with mom and dad. Like, strip that bedroom, no can't go anywhere, oh, not gosh. going to school, you're done. Yeah, no TV, no mattress. You no have nothing. to earn your mattress yeah, back. God, it's it's your sell. child. I had a friend that had their door taken off of their room. They wow. were so poorly behaved. Like, there was nothing in her room at all. She had a mattress on the floor. That was it. No dresser, nothing in her closet. Oh, my gosh. No door on her room. Like, she was My wife, same thing. She slammed her door one too many times, and dad took the door off she didn't have a door to her room all right so we're going to wrap this up for now but i want to let you know if you have any kind of problem that you think you want to hit the panic button you just reach out to us we'll set it all up 404-741-0985 want to win kara's money play are you smarter than kara every weekday morning at 6 35 and 7 35 for a chance to take 100 of her money Woo, all right tad drex and kara weekday mornings on b98.5 tmz and people magazine call her to see what's happening are you smarter than kara is on b98.5 sponsored by rs andrews heating air conditioning plumbing and electrical sabrina in atlanta Hey, good morning. Good morning. Could you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? Hey, Kara, see you in a minute. I'm out of here, Sabrina. Good luck. You too. Lovely phone voice you've got there. Am I allowed to say that in today's climate? Yeah, sure, yeah. I don't yes, know. it's fine. All right. Now, if you were to ask her to say something. <laughs> <laughs> and then say it slower. Correct. Yeah. Then it's HR. <laughs> so, Kara has stepped out of the studio. We're going to ask you five trivia questions, then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara... She pays you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. Justin Bieber says he was asked to perform at the Super Bowl, but didn't want to put in the work to rehearse. (laughs) Justin was born in what country? Canada. Question number two. A.J. McLean from the Backstreet Boys is releasing a new single under the name Alexander James. True or false? Alexander James is actually what the A.J. stands for in his name. True. Question three, Pedro Pascal has been tapped to play Mr. Fantastic in an upcoming Marvel movie. Since 2019, Pedro has played the lead role in what Disney Plus series? Um, Disney Plus? I have no idea. We'll move on. Question four, Kate Hudson revealed she still gets 10 cent residual checks from a short appearance (laughs) in Home Alone 2. How many kids do the McAllisters have? And we have this one. I think they only had two. Question number five. We're exactly six weeks away from the release of Beyonce's country album. Name the country music group who's had the most number one hits. I'm going to guess the Dixie Chicks. Good guess. Yeah. I have no idea. What a great question. And Kara doesn't know anything about and, country and Keeping music. in mind, it's a, it's a group. It's not an individual. Right, right, okay. right. All right. All right. So Kara's coming back in. Uh, Sabrina struggled a little bit. We'll see what happens. Questions were tough. All right. Kara, ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, what country was Justin Bieber born in? Canada. Sabrina said that one to one. Question number two, true or false, A.J. McLean, you know, changing his name to Alexander James. True or false, Alexander James is what the A.J. in his name actually stands for. 
true? It is true, but you could see him being like, well, it's actually Aaron Joseph, but <laughs> uh, but it is true. That's what Sabrina said. Two to two. He didn't go full Puff Daddy on that, right? right? He didn't yeah. totally change his <laughs> yeah. Question number three. Since 2019, Pedro Pascal has played the lead role on what Disney Plus series? Uh, the Mandalorian. Sabrina, that's the right answer. All right, three to two. Okay. Question number four. How many kids do the McAllisters have in Home Alone? Five? Trips to Paris and Miami, that giant house, the taxes in Chicago, and oh, five kids? Yeah. I can't afford to go to Orlando with <laughs> two kids. <laughs> uh, Sabrina said two. Five is the right answer, right? It's Ooh. four to two. Number five, name the country music group who's had the most number one hits. <laughs> country music group? Yeah, group. You know I don't most know country music. Okay, let's start yeah, to guess. Can I yeah. start to guess? Sure, of course. Stop Sawyer me. Brown. Nope. Who? Rascal what? Flats. Nope. Give me a hint. Oh, uh, they're close to us. They live in George, Florida, Georgia. No way. No. Uh, uh, the answer is Alabama. Oh! Alabama. Of course. Well, you could have said anything. I'd have been like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sabrina got it wrong as well. Great game this morning, though. Four to two. Sabrina and the ATL. Are you smarter than Kara? Not today. Congrats, Kara. All right. New record, 1,682 wins, 51 losses. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, Sabrina. No problem. No cash, but you get tickets to see Justin Timberlake, November 16th, State Farm Arena. They're on sale at Ticketmaster.com, but you got them for free. Yeah, that's what I wanted. <laughs> Enjoy. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735. More of those JT tickets tomorrow morning. It's B98.5. Giving you the stuff you need so you can start your crazy day. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine 66 today. It's 42 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? 43% of guys say that their mommy is better at doing this than anyone else. Oh, I'll tell you what that is in just a <laughs> second. But yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs were celebrating their Super Bowl victory with a huge parade. And sadly, the fun ended in total chaos. But before all of that happened, good old boy Travis Kelsey made a drunken appearance taking the stage to poorly sing a special version of Garth Brooks' song. I want everybody a part of this thing. Oh. If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners' affair. When I took... What? <laughs> yeah, he went on for quite a while. I think he needs to leave the singing to his girl, Taylor Swift, personally, but he could barely stand up and eventually collapsed into the arm of his teammates. And I know, like, this was a big celebration and they were kind of blowing off some steam, yeah. but come on. You remember a few years ago, Tom Brady won, I think, when he was in Tampa and they all got on boats and yep. were throwing the Lombardi trophy from yes. boat to boat. So oh. alcohol and then he celebrated. But man, Travis Kelsey is not, for a guy that just won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Not having the best of weeks. Right? Well, uh, you know, we talked on Monday, I think, about him, him losing his temper at Andy Reid. And people are like, is that a red flag? And I didn't think it was. Hearing this, watching this, that's yeah, a red so flag. Yeah, so when these little things start adding yeah. up, they become big things. And they seem to be adding up very, very quickly, quickly. <laughs> twice in one week. Yeah, four uh, days, yeah. yeah. Now, when you're sick, who takes care of you? 
if you're a mom, that answer is no one, and you're still expected to take care of everybody else. Oh, but gosh. 43% of men say that their mommy takes better care of them than their partners. Ooh. And when they get sick, the only person that they want is their is mom. Is their mommy. Boy, that's uncomfortable how to answer that, Tad, without not getting in trouble. Well, because you guys, I know you guys both agree with this. Well, I, so what I will say is when I had my knee surgery, uh-huh. you know how we say quote unquote uh-huh. knee surgery, I remember coming out of the doctor's office and I'd, maybe the, 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 the whole situation was just traumatic or whatever, but I was really emotional. I started crying and my wife's like, what's wrong? And I said, I, I just want my mom. Yeah. That was the first thing I said. And it was a total just natural reaction. I didn't even think about it. Nobody where. will love you as much as your mom. And you realize that when For you sure. have kids, when you have kids. You do not love anything or anybody more than you love your kids. Sure. And true. so, you know, especially boys, we know that. Mm-hmm. And we love our mommy. And that's why moms and daughter-in-laws don't get along because there's a competition. And sure. if you're the daughter-in-law, I got to tell you, give up. <laughs> stop trying to compete. You're never going to win. Heading out of town? Take Tad, Drex, and Kara with you wherever you go. And listen live in the free B98.5 app. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Sheila dealing with some Little League drama. <laughs> Coach Drex, you're all in on this, right? I mean, yeah, the, everyone's passionate about their kid, wants their kid to play, wants their kid to show up all the time, but we hear some kids aren't showing up. I don't know about not showing up. It's more of an issue of I neglected to tell someone about practice. <laughs> Are you the coach? I'm the team mom. What is the team? I'm sorry, because I'm not in the business like Drex is. <laughs> right. What is a team mom exactly? I schedule practices. I do a lot of coordinating, making sure that we know which parent is bringing snacks. Yeah. But also, there's been a lot of rain lately, so I have to find indoor practice spaces. Okay, so it sounds like you scheduled what an indoor practice didn't tell a, a parent or a player? Well, I didn't tell Lori about the practices because her son doesn't need extra practice. He's so much better. Like, we're talking, this is little leagues. He's already ready for some, like, high school, college, baseball. Like, this kid is so good. He might be good and might not need to practice, but he's still part of the team and should totally be there. This is the logic that comes after hindsight, Mm -hmm. but he's so much better than all the other players, and and my son is terrible. I love him so much, but (laughs) man, is he bad at this. So he needs the extra practice, and you figured Lori's son can set this one out. Everybody else get a chance to practice since he doesn't need to practice. Get a little more attention. Right. So where did the plan fall apart? What went wrong? How did it not work? Lori found out what I did somehow and immediately went to the coach. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal because she's starting to take her son off the team, and I've caused this huge issue. We don't want that. We don't want the best player on the team leaving, yeah. especially because you neglected to mention something about practice. I do feel remorse, and the coach told me I had to smooth things over with Lori because if I didn't, then my son would be off the team, which seems very unfair to, to punish my child but wow. oh, for, wow. for, for my bad call. But that's where we are. Okay. Um, this is serious. So, like, if Lori's son leaves the team, the coach says, your son's out, too. Yes. Wow. You guys are so good at this. Maybe you could help me smooth things over with Lori, ask forgiveness. 
we can't afford to lose Lori's son on this team. Give us a couple of minutes to get Lori on the phone, and we will do what we can to get forgiveness, and hopefully both kids get to play on the team and Mm -hmm. attend practices and the games. Hope so. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Sheila just told us she's the team mom of her kids' little league team. And she's in charge of scheduling practices. Well, she scheduled a practice, but didn't tell the mom of the best player on the team that there was practice had been moved because that kid doesn't need practice. (laughs) And word got back to that mom. She figured it out, went to the coach. And the coach is saying, you got to smooth this over, Sheila, because if Lori's kid gets pulled off the team, I'm pulling your kid off the team. He said it's on Sheila to smooth things over. On Sheila... And Tad Drex and Kara. Us, yeah. <laughs> Lori's not going to know you're on the line when she first picks up. Okay, Sheila? Okay. Hello? Hey, Lori. This is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How you doing this morning? I'm doing well. What's up? Well, we're calling because we were talking about how spring sports are getting back into full swing already. And you have an all-star mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little leaguer. That's really sweet of you to say, but he's awful. Are you sure? Because we kind of heard that he's the best player on the team. Total opposite, yeah. He's so bad. He's not even getting invited to practice. Stinks. I mean, especially with Little League, that's a time to grow, and you learn to hang out with other guys and building a team and all that. And he's not even getting invited to practices. We may try and go somewhere else. Hang on one second. (laughs) We got to let you know, this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. The woman responsible for your son missing practice is on the other line with us. Sheila, you told us Lori oh. had the best player on the team. Lori, we really want your son on the team. I'm, I'm... He's not doing well on the team. He's hurting the team. So what's, what's the point? Well, well, hold on a second. You didn't answer Tad's question. Sheila, you had said that, oh, Lori's son is the greatest player on the team. He doesn't even need practice. But then Lori says... He, he stinks. No offense, Lori. None taken. Okay, right. So what's the deal, Sheila? He's a great player. We really, we need him. Guys, let me let you in on a little secret. My husband's company sponsors the team. They pay for the jerseys, the tournament fees, ah, the field yeah. the indoor yeah. practice facilities. Ah. All right. Yeah. Sheila, you don't want Lori's son leaving the team because that means the money well, and the, the sponsors. Yeah, the revenue no runs. No wonder the coach put that little jab oh, out right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The money helps, but it's not about the money. We want Lori's son on the team. Do you now? It's okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sheila. <laughs> Lori sounds pretty cool. She recognizes that her son doesn't play that great. She's willing to find another team. Lori, would your family pull the sponsorship? If your kid wasn't on that team? No, no, no. My husband's company made a commitment. So this season, we're not going to pull the sponsorship just because my son sucks and he's going to another team. (sighs) That's very good news. We would hate to see him go, but I'm I'm glad to know that if if you do decide to leave. Oh, my gosh. No, Sheila, I can hear it in your voice. You're ready just to scream to the mountains. Mm -hmm. I feel like (laughs) at this point, Lori goes, oh, okay, he'll stay on the team. You've inspired me. And she's like, no, 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 no,
ladies, this is supposed to be fun for the kids. Sounds like it's getting a little crazy with the competitiveness. I was always picked last. I turned out, Mm -hmm. well, I didn't turn out great, but I turned out I'm still alive. You you strive for mediocrity, Tad, and you do a great job. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So Sheila was calling to get your forgiveness, Lori. Does she have it? Of course. It's It's not even a big deal. Oh. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori, so much. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, Rosemary needs forgiveness. She got drunk at her brother's baby shower. I guess her brother's having a kid. Yeah. And now is worried that he's not going to allow her to be a part of her niece's life? Oh, no. Just because someone had a little bit of champagne at 11 in the morning? Come on. (laughs) It's never a little champagne. It always starts that way. (laughs) true. The the first Bloody Mary's the hair of the dog. Anything beyond that, you're working on tomorrow's hangover. Exactly. That's coming up tomorrow. Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine, 66 for a high today. It's 42 in Midtown. What's up, Kara? We'll talk about the pop culture icon who's reemerged after over a decade with a very special message in just a second. But fresh off the Super Bowl halftime show, newly married Usher had a big day yesterday. He returned to Atlanta for a special ceremony where the city granted him the highest honor of the Phoenix Award which recognizes outstanding service to our community. Then afterwards, he came by the WSB studios right here to have an exclusive sit down with Karen Greer to discuss the biggest performance of his life. Wait, he was in this building yesterday? He was in this building. Can you not smell the success? No, you can't because we have a great air conditioning system (laughs) here and he would never come down to the basement where we're located. He was on the the second floor with the TV people. They always send out emails when someone's coming around like, we're giving a little bit of heads up. Funny how yeah, we didn't no, know anything yeah. about this. No. So in this interview, he revealed some major Atlanta connections to this Super Bowl halftime show. Not many people know know that the Avela Brothers and Little John uh, musical directed the entire show. So it was Atlanta all the way through and through. It wasn't just what I did on the stage. It was the music, the curation, you know, the timing, the energy. Was he not invited to play at the Super Bowl? When it was in Atlanta, like I'm really having a hard right. time with the Maroon Five choice when they did in Vegas what should have been in Atlanta. Yes. It was a celebration of Atlanta in Vegas. I think we were all very confused that it wasn't a very Atlanta heavy Super Bowl show when it was here. Mm-hmm. So at least we finally got the recognition that we deserved in a Super Bowl halftime show. But it makes no sense. It makes me think that he was not invited or or didn't want to perform in Atlanta. The only question we need to answer is, as a group, are we going to the Cascade Family Skating Center over off of MLK this weekend? Uh, heck yeah. Okay. Roller skating's my jam. I'm in. So I can't wait to see what he's going <laughs> to do with this Past, Present, Future tour. We're actually going to have an Usher takeover tomorrow, beginning at 9 a.m. So if you want to get in to see Usher when he comes to Atlanta, his show is going to be insane. Nice. Does this uh, skating center have those um, milk cartons that I can use to hold on to as I go around? Or is that just ice skating? <laughs> I'm sure we can figure there's something out for right. you. Some sort of walker. Tennis yeah, balls on the bottom? Yeah. yeah. There's something we can work out for you. <laughs> now, many of us grew up with a cute, goofy purple dinosaur. And for the first time in 14 years, Barney sent a message to his friends for Valentine's Day. Taking his cue from Elmo and Steve from Blue's Clues, Barney had this to say. 
Hi, friends. It's me, Barney. I haven't seen some of you in a long time. But I always make sure to check in on my friends. And it seems like maybe we could all use a little reminder right now. You are special. You are love. Mm -hmm. Isn't it nice how some things are still true, even when you're all grown up? <laughs> now, this message wasn't intended for the kids, but for us adults that grew up with Barney. Wow. It just shows you that uh, publicity stunts have reached the Muppet world now because Elmo did this, sent out a tweet, and everybody was talking about Elmo's, and then he's making appearances on the Today Show. Yeah. And how many other stuffed animals have come forward with their encouraging messages? All I can think is, where were you during COVID times when we needed right. you? Well, maybe it's because Elmo spoke to a different generation. Right. Barney speaks to a different generation. For I mean, sure. And I, then Steve from Blue's Clues right. is uh, is another generation as well. I would say that uh, Mr. Rogers is probably our generation, right? right. Yes, So yes. I, I, I don't think it's that maybe it's a PR son as much as it is like, well, if you weren't that into Elmo, he's not your guy. Barney was. Right. I, I keep checking my ex feed for a message from Daniel Tiger from Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.